How's it going, my brother and losers? And welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. Here to give you all the best geek-related content you could ask for. And yes, Paul, a.k.a. the Podcast Wolf, is once again joining us on a very special episode. I'd like to just point out that we don't think you're losers uh, at our viewers. We think you're very awesome and special. Especially if you ended up here. Yes. So thank you for, for listening. Yeah, so Paul, thank you for joining us again. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. I haven't been with you guys since the E3. Yeah, for those who don't remember, Paul actually guest starred with last season when we talked about our highlights for E3, specifically Nintendo. Mm-hmm. That's right. We talked about uh, the E3 presentation uh, and how Nintendo, how we thought Nintendo did, and uh, we were pretty happy. So, And I'm definitely happy to say that, Eric, I have to take something back a while back that um, you definitely got your wish about Sora being the final DLC character. We thought Sephiroth was going to completely like debunk all of that but it turns out we i was both very wrong so good for you i'm so shell shocked about that but anyway i just have to point out matt you deserve more than a cookie because you predicted gen 9 was coming out this year dude i called it i mean i thought it was just the weirdest thing which by the way spoiler alert that's what we're gonna be talking about today first of all that we get a huge Pretty much we get a new gen every three years. And second of all, Legends Arceus came out in January. And I was like, why is that out in January? What do you want to have out for the holiday season, Nintendo? What aren't you telling us? And lo and behold. We're actually getting a new new, uh, gen? Yeah. That's what those, like, little people were. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay, Pokemon fan right here. I don't want to get any more Pokemon games. What is this? Please, I didn't even want to buy Diamond and Pearl remakes, and I did. I did because it was like, no, guess what? You could play online, and that lasted not even a week. I can't afford this anymore. It's okay. You'll have, like, seven or eight months to raise the money. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I haven't even finished Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl yet. I have eight badges, but I haven't finished the game, and I usually finish the game within a week. So this is the first time ever that I haven't completed a remake game. Same for me and Keith. Nick and Eric are the only ones here who finished yeah, it. I took a speed run on it because I knew that I'd want to take my time it's, on Legend. It's just so disappointing, though, that they're just pumping out games. Like, like honestly, look at what Star Wars did. Star Wars started pumping out movies that like, we're going to get a Star Wars movie out every single year, and it turned to shit. Like, it ruined the franchise. They killed- we, we, don't, we don't talk about that series. <laughs> yeah. I like the original. Thank you very much. Exactly, though, but this is what they're going to now to do with Pokemon. They get three games out in a year's time? Like, no thank you. Well, I don't know if you saw the trailer for it, but it is pretty much um, very, very heavily inspired by Pokemon Legends Arceus. Don't tell me this. I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Damn it. It's a brand new region, new starters. I imagine we'll get some new Pokemon, maybe even some new forms, hopefully, for old Pokemon. I don't. But it's a huge wide Legends Arceus inspired world in modern times in a region that we think right now is set in either a region inspired by Spain or Portugal or possibly Italy. Yeah, I think it's Spain. I watched um, yeah. Pretty Girls um, but yeah, like, the other day and I have to say it looks exactly like Barcelona, Spain. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what it is. I would not have predicted that. I was thinking Australia when I saw the houses, but I'm going to be honest with you. 
after I sold the big open area, like the little mini town, that's definitely Barcelona. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised, though, because I don't think anyone was really calling this uh, ahead of time. Like, But, you know, and yeah, honestly, I think the big selling point about this game is going to be that it is very similar to this new style from Legends Arceus. And here's something I realized not long after the trailer's released, and a lot of other people realized it, too. This could almost be like a reboot or a soft reboot for Pokemon, taking the franchise in this new Legends Arceus-inspired direction. And if you really think about the names of the game, Scarlet and Violet are both shades of red and blue. I was just about to bring that up because this yep. is the first time since Black and White that we had two games where they're named after colors. And Black and White was the reboot but, generation. Exactly. It was like all a whole new deck, 150 whatever Pokemon, like all unique. And all this... unique? You had a ice cream cone. I don't want to hear it. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Grimer, hear from you. What do you mean, Grimer? Sorry. I don't think we're talking bad about Gen 5. It's based off the Bronx and New Jersey and New York <laughs> area. So let's not trash our state. <laughs> but anyway, um, these new games represent something very cool going forward, I think. And that is that Nintendo is 100% seeing the success of Legends Arceus. That or maybe this was the plan from the beginning and Legends Arceus was a test run and it was really successful. I think it was a test run. I wonder if they actually had like a plan B. Like if they were going to be like, oh my god, like actually we're going to do like Pokemon white and black. Three. <laughs> I mean, I know they did a the same engine for Legend Arceus. I just don't think we're going to have the same thing where you can hide in the grass and throw balls at it and the Pokemon attack you. I think that was just what a Legends Arceus special this time. I think it's just basically just battling the Pokemon and throwing the ball like usual. I hope it doesn't go back to how that story base was, though. I hope it goes back to more of this open world and mini quests and you can do it as you, like, please. It's probably going to be a mix of both. Like, keep the same formula we're used to for 25 plus years, but also add the new mechanics that Legends Arceus provided. I would rather see it just be, like, Legends Arceus. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of Legends Arceus, like, with stories in Pokemon, I don't know, like, Black and White are, are, like, some of my favorite games in the franchise because of their story, partially. Sun and Moon is a game that I think has a great story, but it's so much hand-holding, it's unbearable. Like, you're led down this linear path where it's like, oh, look at this cool story, look at this cool story, look at this cool story, you can't do anything else. As opposed to Legends Arceus, where the story is like pretty cool, it's unique, and you're totally at your own pace. And I hope it's like that in this game. Something that they were showing off in the uh, press release for Scarlet and Violet is that the towns blend together with the wilderness. There's very few borders for the towns. And what I hope that means is we're finally getting a game like Gen 1, where you can go to gyms and towns at your own pace. That would be awesome. Should we talk about the starters? Because this is our selection this time. We have the choice between Spinach Cat, Rejected Mario Dinosaur, and one of Donald Duck's long-lost nephews. You be quiet. <laughs> oh my gosh, I awesome. used to talk about this. So when I first saw the stars, I sent my fiance. The first thing she told me is that, wait, Donald Duck's a Pokemon? Let's hope he's more useful in Pokemon than in Kingdom Hearts. No, no, I'm sitting here going, oh great. I already deal with the duck enough in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and throughout the series. I don't think I need another one bothering me on my journey. Okay, as you were saying that, Keith's dog ran from the other room and brought us a duck toy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the smartest dog I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I guess he's a Donald Duck fan. Wait, wait listen, wait. Oh, you can hear it quacking. <laughs> Look at the three Pokemon, though. You have the 
one that looks the most like a Pokemon, the dinosaur, which is the one I will be definitely choosing. You have the duck that looks pretty good. And then you have an anime cat. Like, honestly, it is disgusting. It is a green cat. I, I hate it. I hate it. This I mean, I will defend the cat ever. in some form that this could end up being the Del Fox thing all over again, where the best looking one ends up turning into something people do not like as the final evolution. And then the one that's least like, which was usually the frog, is the better looking evolution. It's funny because I know everyone's been posting memes like, that cat better stay on four legs. The joke, of course, being that starters always go anthro um but i agree with you paul i think we gotta wait to see the final forms i, I think just looking at it specifically i see that cat being a grass fairy type as the final evolution which is the yeah. first okay but, but the real question is which of them is going to gain the fighting type or at least look like a fighting type well it's been... the grass type i just think it's the grass type now uh, i can honestly see the water type being a fighting type if i'm being honest with you oh cool <laughs> donald duck Donald has quite there. a temper i mean no, uh, you guys know Crane from Kung Fu Panda? Yeah. yeah. I, I can genuinely see that. I, I know. Different bird, but same principles. <laughs> um, like, right now, I'm 100% picking this crocodile. But I also know that when Sword and Shield was first released, I was like, oh, Grookey's awesome. I love the grass starters. I love that he's a monkey. And then they gave him his big, stupid drum set, and I was like, no, I can't. So, so I think, depending on how these final forms go, that will impact... My choice. I'm going to wait. And I look, I spent my whole life always picking the grass starter. If this cat can turn it around, by all means, I'll keep an eye on it. But I don't know. I don't know. The way I'm looking at this, I barely never picked the grass type. The grass type looks interesting. I don't want to give it the benefit of the doubts yet until I see how the typings end. Because me and my fiance did the same thing with Legend Arceus. We saw the starters. She wanted to go for Rowan immediately. Let's see what the final evolution looks like. It may be something new to it. In the end, we ended up picking Cyndaquil because it was a fire ghost type. And Typhlosion's really good. I like it. But I heard Samurott was a better pick for early game. Hey. Samurai was the best pick for that game. Yeah, so that's what happened. So let's see. For Gen 1, I always picked Bulbasaur because I love Bulbasaur. And then I went Fire type with Cyndaquil in Gen 2. And then Gen 3, I was Mudkips. Gen 4, I went with Piplup. So that's where the water phase started going. And then 5, I picked Oshawott. 6 was Froakie. Ironically, it used to be fed again until I saw Delphox. And then I ran south for Froakie. And then I found I got the coolest one evolution out of all of them. And then Gen 7, I really didn't care because all three of them were amazing. That was the first time I loved all of the starters. So it sounds like you are a water type. Unfortunately, I'm not going for the duck, even though I toggled for Gen 7. Oh, no, sorry, Gen 8. And now Gen 9, I'm kind of in the middle, which makes me think I may go the grass type. But that could change. That could really change, though. It really depends on the... No, on my team. So this brings up a very important question, though. You talking about like the water to fire to the grass, which is a better legendary, Kyogre or no, Groudon? No, 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 no. We cannot nope. have this conversation nope. right now. Which one is the better legendary, Kyogre or Groudon, or neither? I'm gonna be honest with you. I had Sapphire first, but then the more I saw the move pull, I would say Groudon has the better advantage with Solar Beam. No, oh no! <laughs> Why you have to diss my boy Kyogre like that? Kyogre's better in every way. I think Groudon has the better design-wise to me. That's probably why. Yeah, I can give that. So you vote Groudon? I'm going to put my vote on both because I like both of them the way they are. But if I would say design-wise, I think Groudon looks more interesting because it's more recognizable to me. 
What, what, um, Groudon? I still like Kyogre better. It's better in every way. Anyways, there is something I want to talk to you guys when I saw this trailer when I first saw it. There was mm-hmm. one thing that was missing from this trailer that they always showed when they showed a new generation. Does anyone know there was no Eevee to be seen in that trailer? Eevee, I thought you were going to say we didn't. We don't have the legendaries yet. No, no, let me finish. So I found it interesting that Eevee always gets shown <laughs> in almost every beginning trailer when they show the new generation. Eevee is not being shown here. I'm starting to think that this may be a new generation where Eevee is going to get a new evolution. Dragon-type Eevee, let's go! Well, I don't think it may be dragon. I'm starting to think it may be going towards a flying type. Or it could be a ghost type. Oh, that would be badass. <laughs> okay, so I, I know the common complaint is, oh, but it's only physical types or something like that. What if they're preparing to introduce a new type? That is possible, actually. I mean, they did that with fairy type. The one I hear people bring up a lot is uh, space type, like bird type? Deoxys and stuff. Or like, yeah, some wait, people wait. say sound. Well, I was going to say, boy, the reason I'm thinking Eevee's getting a new evolution is because if you guys seen the anime, I don't know if you're up to date with the anime, one of the companions has an Eevee that hasn't doesn't know what it's going to evolve into yet, and I feel like they're going to end it in 40 episodes with a new Eevee evolution hinting the Gen 9 anime. So that's what I'm thinking here for Eevee. I'm up to date with Journeys, and Paul, I couldn't agree more. There has to be some reason why Chloe's Eevee hasn't evolved yet. Also, Eric, did you see the new trailer for it? Uh, one of your favorite rivals was coming back. Bro, I lost my shit towards <laughs> the end of that opening. Eric and I were talking about this earlier. So I definitely and, think that is Ash's final fight to the master class. And words can't describe how I'm feeling right now when I saw Naruto Frog once again. I just hope that this time he's here to stay with Ash and he's just going to go back to Oak's lab because I don't think there's any reason to keep him in Kalos. That would be interesting. He gets like to join Ash's team for good this time. I don't know, Paul. Weed whacking is very important in Kalos. No other Pokemon can do it besides him. That's a question I have to ask you. Um, Eric, you probably know this. Are they planning on keeping Journeys going for the new region, or are they going to make a new anime series? I don't know. That opening sounds like this is going to be closing the end of the story. It could end up that uh, this is Ash's last journey. I honestly think that this could be the soft reboot you were talking about earlier, that this could be completely new, or Ash will move to Leon, and then he's just going to go to Gen 9 afterwards. I think this is going to be the end of Ash's journey, but Go's going to take over as the new protagonist. Oh, so you really think this is going to be the end of Ash's protagonist? Like, for the first time in, like, 25, 30 years? Like, that's nuts. Yeah, I I genuinely think that. That's insane. I mean, he has Dynamax now. He has the Mega Evolution that we've wanted since Generation 6 since it came out. And now he has a... His Z-Ring on him. He has all three showing off, and he's also... Doing the hat thing from Generation 1 when Sphinx gets serious. So this could be the time to write him out. That's nuts. Although I, I like Go a lot, but I feel like it wouldn't really make as much sense for him to be the protagonist because he just catches everything. I mean, he's doing the one thing Ash was supposed to do back in Gen 1. Catch them all. That is true. So there is one thing I also want to tell you guys when I saw this chart. I saw a lot of returning Pokemon coming back, but there's one Pokemon that stands out out of all of them. Can you guess which one I'm thinking of? Magnemite. No, I'm thinking Seviper because there was no Zangus to be seen. And I'm starting to think that Zangus may be having a new form. Oh, yeah, so maybe a new form of Zangus? That'd be cool. Or they're finally either going to bring back Mega Evolution and give Seviper and Zangus a Mega Evolution, or they're going to get Evolutions because a lot of outdated Pokemon are becoming more usable in, like, online play. And that's what they did 
a while back, and I have a feeling Stantler will definitely be being used a lot more often as Weird Deer now. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Viper and Zangus are going to get the evolution treatment here. I think so, too, because I think they're done with Megas. Like, I don't really think they're going to go back to their old gimmick. Yeah, I love Mega Evolution as much as the next Pokemon fan, but realistically, some sort of new gimmick that's probably going to make Dynamax and Gigantamax look like a god-tier mechanic. You know what Pokemon has been getting shit since, like, its first appearance? What? Pinsir. Pinsir's gotten nothing since. Well, you got his Mega. If anyone needs our treatment, it's Jinx. Actually, true, because... Because Electabuzz and Magmar got their evolutions, and Jinx never did. Just yeah, and right now... Mootrum, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that I uh, see Surviper and no Zangus make me think that A, Surviper gets an evolution, or B, the Zangus that is rivals with Surviper in this region is a region variant. Mm. Yeah, I was about to say, at the very least, we could potentially see evolutions from regional variants, or at least regional evolutions, or whatever you want to call them. I'd like to see Young Goose again. We haven't seen Young Goose since Alola, and all of its Pokedex entries said, like, oh, it was introduced to Alola from a foreign land. Corfish, too, actually. So it would be interesting if we finally get to see what, maybe if their homeland, maybe they look a little different in their homeland. They have, like, a final evolution or something. I don't know. I would like to see a map of all of the Pokemon regions, and then, like, together. Like, like how does this world look? Because they've just been adding region after region after region, and, like, can you show me a map of... I do too, but I don't think they even want to do that because they'd probably be worried like, oh, if we do this, how are we going to add future regions? What if each region is a different planet, like uh, how Deoxys comes from a different planet? Well, that'll just fuck up the entire Pokemon lore now, would it? Ash Ketchum travels interdimensionally <laughs> to get to new regions. Well, that explains why he never ages. True. The space-time continuum at work. One thing that I find interesting is that your avatars their clothing is different depending on which version you're playing, which is something we rarely see in any of these games. I mean, it's possible we get customization later on, so I think that will fix the whole... I don't like the outfits these trainers are wearing. Yeah, and all no, the Pokemon that... games have customization now. They're giant goofy hats is what annoys me. I'm very curious to see what the legendaries are going to look like. I'm kind of scared for the legendaries right now. Like, I know it's Scarlet and Violet, but I'm kind of wondering, is like the main legendary like Scarlet color and the other one's Violet color? What if they do, like, different evolutions or different versions of the legendaries we've seen in the first ones? Oh, my gosh. I, I wouldn't like that. Like, I understand Cosmon because that was a very interesting concept, but that that's just going too far. It's actually been a while since we've gotten a legendary tree, I think. About it. Was it really black and white the last one? Uh, um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Legendary trio? Didn't we get three island uh, defenders? No, there were four. Coco, Lele, Finny, and Bulu. God, I I hate those guys so much. <laughs> and then Sword and Shield, one of my favorite things that that game did was they just had three legendaries and it was nice and easy. So I don't know. It actually has been a while since we've gotten a trio. I, I can't believe I never realized that. And technically, neither of those are trios anymore. The Weather Gods have a new like feminine friend, and the Goats had, that, had Keldeo join them. You know what's sad? I don't think I knew about that because I haven't even finished the post game for Legends Arceus. So I think me and my fiance just now know there's a new form of, of comedy trio going on here. The comedy trio is now the comedy court. Yeah, and it's weird that they're even in the region because they never really were. But but anyway, it, that if you go by that logic, the last trio we've had was freaking Lake Trio, which is nuts. That's terrible. I'm indifferent towards them. 
Uh, it's probably just nostalgia talking. I like them. I kind of like how they look a little bit like Mew almost. I mean, I'm just wondering if they're going to put the remaining Pokemon that were cut from Sword and Shield into this generation. Haiku, most forgettable thing ever. Just going to come out and say it. I hate you. I hate you that you hate, like, that you said the dogs are the worst ones. Look, you just my like. You, you and I have issues on Pokemon. We do have Pokemon You and I have issues. to have, like, a, a battle. Yeah. <laughs> do I have a say in this? Yes, Eric, you'll have to join in as a moderator. The legendary beast stats are the same as the Eevee illusions. I mean, they're not all bad. They're they're very good. I just think Raikou needs a little bit more defense, that's all. Yeah, because I, I think what it is, Entei and Suicune each had their own movie. No kid knew it or cared about Raikou. <laughs> what do you mean? Raikou had a TV special that yeah. was only aired one time only on Toonami, and that was it. Yeah, I've never even heard of that one. Entei was the main character in his movie, and Suicune was really important in the Jiraki movie. Or not Celebi, not Jiraki. Pokemon forever! Pokemon forever. And then you just have Raikou, who's only relevant in that one TV special, like you guys said. Like, I remember watching it on Toonami, and then very, very rarely have I seen it air on TV again. That just goes to show how relevant Raikou has become over the years. Yeah, but I still love that saber-tooth electric tiger thing. <laughs> so, you guys have any idea what other Pokemon you would like to see in this generation? Like, any older Pokemon that you like to see return into this gen? Because we do have some good confirmation, but we haven't seen, like, a good selection of them. To be honest, I never really cared about that kind of stuff because I always like new guys. Um, so whoever's in it is is fine by me. For me personally, as long as you have the starters, the fossils, and the pseudo legendaries, I'll be happy. I was flabbergasted when they cut half of the starters for Sword and Shield. The base game only had you know the Gower starters and Charmander. Then they added Bulbasaur, Squirtle, the Hoenn starters, and the Lola starters in the DLC. But then the other starters completely abolished them. Yeah, I mean, Charmander's alright, but he's in every game now. Like, yeah, we, uh, yeah. Enough of Charmander. He's not in Legends Arceus, funny enough. That's true. Because that's a very recent thing. Like, they never included old starters in games for a long time. And then they started doing it in X and Y, and they've kind of done it since. They like, there's always little secret ways you can use to get them now. They shouldn't have. It used to be Pokebang. <laughs> Crap, I think my Pokemon are all dead. I gotta check on my Pokebank. I think Pokebank is free right now. You guys can use it. Oh, I hope so, because I think every Pokemon I have on there might be dead. I haven't transferred into Pokemon Home yet. <laughs> but my point is, as long as you have the core Pokemon, if that makes any sense, like, you know, the core group of Pokemon, then I'll be happy. The only pseudo-legendary we know that is confirmed is Tyrantar, because we saw a Larvitar in the overworld. That's true. Oh, or what if he's getting a new regional form? You never know. I mean, that's possible, but I think Tyrantar has enough good going for it. We need outdated Pokemon, like, won't be an Elamise that needs, like, upgrades. I was happy that they showed Quillfish some love, finally, in the Legends Arc, yeah, so who knows, yeah. Volbeat, maybe we'll get, like, a regional form for Pukumuku. I just realized, Starly's also in the trailer. Like, you see yeah. a flock of Starly flying around. Well, I mean, it makes sense, because we did have Halos and Swallows in Black and White too, and then we had Pidgey come back for the first time ever in Generation 6. And then, oh, wow. and then we had Hoot That's been a while since we've seen Pidgey. And I think around 7 and 8, we got Hoot Hoot back. So it makes sense to have the Generation 4 starting bird in the wild for the next generation. I think the only other Pokemon that comes to mind is Cluncher, like the blue lobster from X and Y. Yeah. Wouldn't that confirm that Scrope is also confirmed? Because aren't those like version exclusives to each other? Yeah, they are. 
I definitely know that Abra is probably going to be in too because the more I know that it's always the Geodude line, the Gasly line, the Machop line, they're always in the base game. I have a feeling they're going to be in this one too. Those guys, along with their Gen 5 knockoffs. Unless they decide to bring like Rock and Roll instead. Or just a new battle altogether. It's been a while. And the only Gen um, 8 Pokemon we have confirmed to come back is Stone Journal. Like, out of all Pokemon that <laughs> I want to see return, it was not Stone Journal. I wonder if that means Ice Q is going to be in it now. But it's just crazy to think, like, what Pokemon are going to make the cut and who's not. The only one that I care about returning is Lucario. I agree. Lucario is probably the one thing I was happy to see back. But at this point, Lucario is very popular. So Lucario is going to be like in every region so far. Oh, yeah. Ice Cube. Ice Cube's oh, adorable. Ice Cube. Ice Cube looks fucking... Ice Cube's stupid as hell. Fuck you. I mean, I don't like either of them, but... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do not diss the penguin like that. <laughs> I love the Ice Cube. They're both garbage. I'm with Keith. I'm with Keith. They're both garbage. Everything after, like, black and white was pretty much garbage. There were... Black and white was garbage? No, it was not. There were... You good ones with here and there, game, but like with, I love how we're changing topics to shitting on the on games. But I feel like with each new generation, they just get lazier and lazier. Absolutely, like here, and ice cream cold. Guarantee you, watch. Have a tube sock Pokemon. How can you say that when Gen One gave us the Pokeball with eyes and just the bird? Do it. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Every generation has its strengths and weaknesses. Granted, they have not been as good recently. It's okay. We went from an ice cream cone to a keychain to a meteor. True. It would be cool to see the regions, but like in the future, future where they would change. Like it's it's cool that they're doing a completely new region, but I don't understand exactly why they're naming it. Why they're like what they're naming it. Like we were saying, like oh, it's to symbolize that they're gonna make like a new version like these are gonna start the the new whatever and it's like no you're not like you can't beat our nostalgia you can't out buy our nostalgia you can't do anything better because nostalgia wins every time look i at, think that's unfair look, though look at our debates though like nostalgia holds so much things you can't be like oh yeah we're gonna do you know red and blue too we're gonna try to start a whole new thing you just gotta do it Okay, so I know that soft boots were, like, crazy and a little bit skeptical, and people are not, like, always on board with stuff like that. However, they did that with Black and White, and they got, like, backfired really bad when people said, where's the older Pokemon that we grew in love? And then they're like, you get them in the post-game, like, but we want them in the main game, and that's why Black 2 and White 2 are so expensive nowadays, because they fixed all the problems that people wanted. I still can't even get a White 2 copy legitimate without, like, getting scammed on freaking ebay it's not about selling it's not about that i'm saying like you right, can't right. just be like oh yeah this is gonna be the new pokemon blue the new pokemon red but it's gonna be this or that you can't just redo it mm. i don't know i think the purpose of why they put all the older pokemon in the post game in black and white was because they wanted people to like get used to the newer things given to them but i guess yeah. a lot of people did not like it and they're like Fine, so at this point, we will not do that formula anymore. When Gen 6 happens, we'll just have returning Pokemon show up with the newer Pokemon. You're 100% right. Like, you look at the difference between Black and White and X and Y, and it's like night and day with the Pokédex. Black and White is entirely new the whole game. People complain. X and Y, there's like 30 new Pokemon. Like, it's so tiny, and there's like a million Pokemon you've seen before. But I don't actually know. I can't compare which game sold better, so I don't know. But, I just know that Black 2 and White 2 are very hard to come by nowadays, and they're so expensive. By getting a regular copy of White 2 legitimate, it's like 100 plus bucks now. 
Yeah, I smoked a little again. And I'm still trying to get a white too, legitimately. And I'm still talking to a seller on eBay I sold to that told me they sent it, and I still haven't gotten word of it for the past two weeks. So that's going to be very interesting. But regardless, I have two black twos right now, and I could just trade one of them for a white too. So I think the new games do have to stand out, be their own games, you know? Yeah. It's very interesting. As we learn more about these games, we're going to learn more about what they're going to mean for the franchise, what kind of Pokemon are going to be in them, and I guess just where the franchise is moving going forward. So, all very important, interesting things for the biggest media company on Earth. Yeah, I agree. There's so many questions, but solo answers. We just gotta wait and see. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, overall, I am excited for Gen 9. I just wish they hold it off for like another year, but you never know. They probably put a lot of hard work into this game off-screen, so... Maybe it weren't for a real treat. I hope so. This is anything close to Legends Arceus, which is, as we've discussed in this podcast, like probably our favorite Pokemon games are for some of us. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Do you know what version you guys are going to get, I curiosity? Uh, no clue yet. I got to see what the version exclusives are. Right now, I have no choice but to get Violet because my fiance likes Red and she's taking Scarlet whether I can <laughs> or not. I'm leaning more towards Violet. Because uh, purple is one of my favorite colors. Yeah, I was going to say, me too. Kind of a shallow reason, but hey. Hey, is that one purple? Purple is my favorite <laughs> color. <laughs> oh, gosh, reference. Pokemon, like, why we'd pick Pokemon Violet over Scarlet. I just yeah. looked at the trailer again, and I just realized that there's a Dratini statue. Maybe Dratini is in that generation. Problem. Oh, my God, is. Dragonite has a different form now. Ooh. Let's go. That would be kind of cool. Meow. How does Drampa come to be? Because I've only seen a card of him. I was like, Dratini into Drampa. That kind of makes sense. Oh, dude, if we get a new Dunsparce evolution, that would be awesome. I honestly think a Dunsparce evolution is going to happen. If, if and, a Quillfish evolution is going to happen, they got to do our boy Drampa some justice. You mean Dunsparce? Uh, Dunsparce. Or Drampa. Well, I, I want to see Drampa evolve, too. I could see Drampa getting a Lapis. baby evolution. Makes sense, but they, they actually haven't added baby Pokemon since Gen 4, so that would be cool to see those again, though. Any love for Girafferig? Honestly, yeah, Girafferig could use it. I mean, listen, if Stantler got an evolution, you never know. Oh, Miltank? Fuck Miltank. I think we should leave the Miltank alone. Miltank is already a nightmare fuel player. But think about it if they give her normal and rock and the rollout gets stab damage. No, I don't want to think of that. <laughs> Sexualize the milk tank. Mama, mommy milkers. Oh my god, Nick. <laughs> but anyway, to anybody that's listening right now, what do you think about Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet? Do you think it's going to be worth the wait? Or do you think Game Freak is once again oversaturating its IP? Let us know in our Discord server. A link will be provided as always, along with the link to our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all major platforms, such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you're using right now. Tell your friends and family about us, especially all the Pokemon fans you know in your life. And if you are truly in the market for more geeky adventures, you can follow Keith and Nick on Twitch at NuclearBacons at CryptoLockGaming. And of course, Tyler is also on there at CarrotBiteGaming. Go check them all out. Uh, they're streaming all the time. And thank you, Paul, for joining us on this very special episode. Thanks for having me. It was nice seeing you guys again. It was nice hearing you. Hear from you. And more importantly, stay true to your geek selves.